Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know when your shit sounds like somebody else's shit. You're making it because you think, you because you're in the studio like, what's the number one record right now? We need to make another one of those. Stop doing that! Stop! You're not original! Give me some original shit! Give me some... Are you seriously telling me that you sat here and watched me tell a bitch to eat a dick and you thought that wasn't original? Are you seriously sitting here telling me that eat a dick is the bad part of music? Stop! Just fucking do something else! Just, god damn it! Do some different music! We have all the shit that you're doing. We already have it. Lil Uzi Vert is already doing it. Lil Baby is already doing it. The Baby is already doing it. It's literally two niggas with Baby in their names that's already doing all the music you want. Do something else. Do something else. That's it. That's all we want. Do something else. Holy shit. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Minnow. You can find me on Instagram at Culture or on Twitter at Papa Omeno. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how are you doing today? I, I'm i doing better. It's lucky for you. I was in like a depression funk for the last week and a half. Um, I've been working from bed, which is almost impossible to do. Um, but luckily, today is the first day I've kind of popped out of it. So perfect timing. Beyond that, everything is good, I think. Yeah, I've yeah. made that mistake thousands of times in university where I was like, Yo, I'm going to study in my bed because it's mad comfortable. I'll be able to focus on just my work whilst I'm in bed. And literally, within 10 minutes, I end up passing out. It's the worst place to 
try yeah. and be productive whatsoever. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just going to roll over 10 minutes and like look at my phone. And then next thing I know, it's like, it's night time. And I started yeah. at 11. Like, it's <laughs> fucked, man. It's impossible. I don't care what anyone says. Like, you can work from bed. Like, I've got, like, I've finished papers and stuff in bed. But there's no way you're like as equally productive. You know what I mean? It definitely takes you longer to get through that. Yeah, whatever you have to do, exactly. Like, I'll, and I'll be in bed. I'm like, oh, I'm in bed, so I can start work at like 9 p.m. <laughs> just like, what, man? No, just sit at a desk table at five and get it done. But nope, not here, not me. But uh, beyond that, I'm good. Um, I got a vape today because I wanted to treat myself. Uh, Did you already have a vape? No, I stopped for a long time. Yeah, I was a vape and then I stopped for six months because I can stop whenever I want. But I actually need it. <laughs> Whenever I want, I can stop. But um, beyond that, oh, not also, also, why I realized too, I just can't, man. I uh, so remember I told you I was in Whistler a couple weeks ago, and it was the first time that I had partied and did party favors in a long time. Okay. And body dead, man. Like drugs are not for you after thirty. Like I was in crisis mode for a week and a half. It takes you to a dark place. Those drugs do. I'm assuming this isn't of the, like, it's a, No, no, those are happy stuff. It's of the yeah. white and and uh, pill form. And they just, great time, man. Like, oh, like I don't understand. I honestly think there's a higher power because he's, he's got to be screwing with us. Like, how's he going to make these drugs, like, slap and then also destroy your brain um, the next week and stuff, too? Like, why can't, can't anything be good? <laughs> Because just it's just not fair. I think it's more so the lack of sleep that fucks you up when you're on them. Because no, but, you're not on. really get you're not really getting a full night's rest whenever you do those, or or you're borrowing like th here's the thing about doing drugs or alcohol. You're borrowing the next day's time. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and it's next day's happiness though. Like literally, too, yeah. Molly takes like extra serotonin. Oh, like it dude. takes the stuff you have in there. And it just cranks it up to a hundred. And so it's like the next day, it's like, we're depleted, sir. They're like ships going down. We have none left. Like, you know what I mean? Dude, so the come like, down the on Molly is the absolute worst. It's not even close to any of the other ones because really, yeah, like, I think cocaine's way worse than Molly. Really? Mm -hmm. I think Molly's worse. I think because with Molly, for me, the times that I've tried it in the past, um, it's been more so like. The next day, I don't find anything funny. Like I could be watching my favorite, <laughs> my favorite show. <laughs> I could I've never heard anyone. <laughs> I've never heard anyone explain it that way, man. What? <laughs> I could literally be watching my favorite show. For example, The Simpsons. I love The Simpsons. I'll be watching that, watching the funniest scenes, classic Simpsons. Shit, I would die to. Normally, if I'm sober, like I'd be laughing my ass off. I'm deadpan staring at the screen. <laughs> like, this isn't even funny. Like, oh. I don't find anything pleasurable. There's nothing happier in my life right now. Just a complete zombie. But it, it only really lasts for that day. Then my brain starts to kick back in. And the following days are still a little bit rough, but I get back to a, a baseline of being normal again. But that first day right after is the absolute worst. I hate it. Yeah, I don't even bother the things I don't even I know I won't like it. So like, I don't even like Netflix and chill or anything afterwards, because I'm like, my, I literally just lay in my bed wrapped up in like a blanket and read and that's it because I know my brain won't accept anything else at this point in that and like, I think it's a, it's a combination of everything like so one you're like, if you do drugs, you're drinking with it too. you yeah. aren't sleeping, you aren't sleeping, as you said, so I think it's a combination 
of it all but that all just hits you so much harder the older you get and i was like okay i literally had not done any drugs for over a year and i was like okay then i sh- it shouldn't be bad right like i, I deserve <laughs> one day and it shouldn't hit me as well like Boy, god you- should understand god should understand that like i've been a good boy so i should be rewarded and absolutely not completely knocked me off my feet i was on my back the whole time like and then here's the thing when i get that down and dark i burn bridges too like i was just like i can't <laughs> just you gotta throw your phone away at that point you can't do anything you can't do anything that your sober self would do normally you've got to completely isolate yourself from the world yeah like i told i told hillary i go to a the what's it called the we had an art gallery show of uh monet yeah uh no van gogh it was van gogh and like it's a big thing in vancouver like it takes forever to get tickets and all of that um and like it was a huge thing we tried so hard for months to get it and we finally got it and it was the next day after i'm coming down and i was just like i can't do this i'm out like didn't even go because i was just like in such a dark place and this is yeah this is like someone being like i got tickets to like a Raptors playoff game, essentially. Like, obviously, I wasn't that excited for it, but like the idea of skipping it is just because it's such a hard thing to get to. You just don't. And I did. I was like, I can't do this. I like walk. I got all the way there, and I was like, I'm so hungover. I'm sweating. Like, all the drugs are coming out of my pores. I'm out. And I just left, and she oh was God. not happy. Uh, yeah, and she had every right to be upset in that. <laughs> no, 100. percent But, but that's like that's your fault. Like, you let me do drugs. <laughs> Oh, she was with you whilst you're on that party bend. Yeah, I wasn't even bending, nigga. That's how old I am. It was like four hours. Because <laughs> one night in Bangkok, but Whistler, like that's it, oh, man. Like, man. and it was just I was destroyed. I'm talking about days. I was like, I honestly was laying there. I was like, what's the point of even living? Like all this stuff. Like even more so. Like not normal gay, but like like half smile suicidal. Like let's fucking do this. Like yeah, this is like sh- deep pondering from philosopher <laughs> yeah exactly like i was looking at the fourth story building and i was like oh man it's probably to break my <laughs> kneecaps but i just want to take a full dive over top of this thing like it just it gets so dark and then you snap out of i snapped out of today i'm like man i'm Why super glad i'm thinking that <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm super glad i didn't kill myself but yeah. like <laughs> like you imagine the downfall of all that like everyone oh man. it's just terrible like you get so dark you're like man what's the big deal like no one even missed me and stuff like, <laughs> parents would surely miss you so yeah that's that's where i love how you ask me like how are you doing i'm like oh pretty okay but anyways here's the last oh man. here's how i was suicidal <laughs> anyway let's, let's get the show the, the started i can i can relate to that just because i've had really bad trips on weed before where i've just like smoked a bit too much and had very paranoid thoughts and I, i've had that situation come to me where it's been like you seriously contemplate about like taking your life for a little bit yeah. and then the next day you wake up and you're like well in the moment you're like oh yeah like no one's gonna care it doesn't even matter like just do it like you should just do it but then the next, <laughs> day, the next day you wake up and you're like man why the fuck was i thinking yeah that oh long? my god too, like I was like, imagine if I actually did it. Like, what was, the ramifications would have been absolutely astronomical. Like, people think those people have done it though. Probably, like, they're in one day of despair, and oh, but, like, yeah, it just got sure. so bad. And it's like, well, now you, you just jumped in front of a subway, and there's no coming back. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. I'm just like, that's the only thing. I luckily I have that tiny voice in my head that's like, you really don't want to do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like there's that the, last like the, line of defense with your yeah, brain like that, Yeah, you something. take that, you pull the goalie and I'm long gone. 
I'm free yeah. falling 25 floors. Like, so that could, that, thank God for that guy. But his, I'll tell you what, his voice is getting weaker and weaker every week. Like, <laughs> like don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. Oh, man. Don't do it. Do it. So that's, that's uh, yeah, that's my last two weeks. <laughs> also, weed is worse than any other drug in the world. I don't know if it's worse, but. It's, uh... Well, that's the funniest thing, though. People are like, I'll be at a party and everyone's like, yo, you want to try this? I'm like, sure. And like, you want to try this? I found this pill in the ground. You want to try that? I'm like, sure. And then someone will be like, oh, I just saw you eat a mystery pill off the ground and have some drinks. Do you want to smoke this weed? I'm like, you're no. nuts, buddy. Like, <laughs> I am not going to do Are you crazy? I'm not a sicko. Like, what? Put that stuff oh, away. Man. Come on, man. We're trying to have fun. Like, don't bring in hard drugs. So, yeah. Anyways, this is Pops Culture episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, episode 96 of the Pops Culture podcast. As always, guys. Thank you for listening. Continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. That was a pretty good intro, actually. I wasn't expecting this to go that dark and that deep right off the rip. Uh, but it's all jokes, so guys, don't take us that seriously when we're talking about some of this stuff. Uh, correction from two weeks ago when we recorded, though. I said OnlyFans, they count all of the people who make stuff, like including making accounts as being in the top percentage of creators. That's not true. They only count the creators, which makes more sense because that's why if you have a smaller following, you would be able to be in that top 1% because there's less creators than there are everyone on the entire platform. So there's 1.1 million creators. That's why you're- What are we talking to, about? This is something two weeks ago about OnlyFans. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, why you're deep. able to be in the top 1%. Just a real quick reaction. I had that Look at him doing his due diligence there. You know, that's professionalism. Man. That's what a real journalist does. They, they return to their mistakes. They acknowledge them and they put it out there, you know? So you can tell he has the classical training, everyone. That's Thank where you get in with Pops Culture. Appreciate that. But uh, yeah, I like fucking back, Joe um, Rogan. <laughs> I listen back and it pissed me off though, because I hate when I say something incorrect on the bottom. I'm like, man, I meant to say this instead, but I just like feel like I should have corrected that so okay one more thing one more thing quickly i was so i was watching yesterday this girl was going on only fans and she says she makes 50 stacks a month from only fans but she only i went to her like her instagram and like other things and only fans in that and she doesn't have that many followers how many people do you think are capping on there like there's no way this girl's like on her video like i make 50 grand like i feel like maybe one guy gave her 50 grand or something and she's like i make like on twitter she <laughs> like four thousand followers and like i feel you know what I mean? I feel like there's so many girls capping about how much they make. There are definitely people capping about how much you're making. But I will say that an indicator, like numbers on your other platforms aren't a great indicator of how much you're making on a certain platform, though. So, yeah, she might have 4K on Twitter or she might have like a smaller. I, I think maybe Instagram is probably a better gauge. Maybe. Yeah, Instagram wasn't that big, though. Um, it was like. It was only see. still like 20, 30,000. I mean, that's still pretty big, though. Like, that's enough to be making a decent amount of chunks. I don't know if she 50, makes 50. She'd be a millionaire and, like, holy <laughs> fuck, my math is bad. I wish I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, over, in, over a year, yeah, she'd be a millionaire. Like... <laughs> I'm in no place to be doing math right now. Jesus. Um, I would say, okay, maybe, like, in my, in my reasoning of what she's saying based off of her following or whatever, maybe she made 50 grand one month. Like maybe that was her top month where she made 50 grand and the rest. That's what I'm saying. Like she probably got like two been. big checks or something. Yeah. So maybe she did that. And that's why she's claiming she makes 50 grand a month because someone will do that. Like you have a really good month. You'll claim that you can get that month 
uh, regardless of what your other months have done. But yeah, I would just say that the numbers on other platforms don't necessarily dictate, but I do agree that a lot of people are capping because we're in the, the, our whole world is capped basically. We all go on Instagram and we put up our best pictures, our best videos, our best photos, all that shit. And a lot of you are out here faking. There's so many people who fake that they have something looking good, but it isn't necessarily the same way. It's funny enough because last week I was watching a video about uh, Dan Bilzerian. You remember that dude? Yeah. Yeah, that dude had the greatest lifestyle you'd ever think of on Instagram. And it turns out he was a fraud the entire time. I watched a documentary about how he faked his funk the entire time because the money that he made was never from poker, which is what, is, which is what he was claiming. He was ma- claiming that he made 50, I think it was 50 million off of poker because he faced some random billionaire in some underground poker ring or some shit and ended up winning oh, yeah. 50 million off him. It turns out the money he got was from a trust fund from his dad. Yeah, his dad. Who committed fraud. And that's how yeah, his dad's in jail and left a bunch yeah. of money. And that's how he and got he said, his money. And he's a Navy SEAL too. And the, he, he like dropped out after like three days of training. He got kicked out. Yeah, I think I think it was yeah, it was three days or a week or something like that. And you got something quick, yeah, but yeah, he's like they, he's like I was just too badass for them. And then everyone was like, and then they interviewed a bunch of people who were in camp with him, and, they and they're like, this guy badass. was the worst thing yeah. ever, too. And like he pretended like he's one of those dudes. He's only like five seven or something. So he like so you he know edits he that Napoleon he, complex, but he edits his height and everything like that. Like the guys come, like, yo, have you not seen the most fucked thing this man did? Have you not seen his Vegas video? The one where the shooting happened, and then he yeah, and he's trying to get yeah. a cop's yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a psycho man could you imagine and the cops like what the fuck are you doing and he's like he's like give me give me a gun he's like i was in the military the guy, cops like i don't give a fuck what you were like what yeah, they're the so far away there's like a school shooter at the top of like vegas palace and this guy's like give me your pistol officer the cop the cop just shits on him. he's like are you nuts it's like a complete stranger. but he did, he did get a gun though which is crazy but yeah it, well because he's in america i can fucking shit out a gun like <laughs> the cop was like are you and it's not like he did anything though it's like, like that guy was just blasting away man like a high-powered thing yeah so you know that's what i mean a, a whole lot of cap going on everywhere and all the women that were with him he was paying them to be with him so. <laughs> you just found that out so I remember hearing about this story, but I didn't. I mean, it's not remember, a bad thing. <laughs> like, I didn't remember. You don't follow ram- his life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't remember the ramifications of what had happened to him because I remember like thinking about, yo, what, whatever happened to that Dan Bilzerian guy? Because how I actually stumbled upon it was I, I was watching another video which was randomly popped up. I don't know if you saw these videos on YouTube of this guy who was in real estate and he was claiming that he was driving a Lamborghini and some shit like that. Um, Is but a YouTube guy that's like, yeah, I was a YouTube dude. But basically, what ended up happening is the guy was like, he was also faking as well too, where he didn't know anything about real estate. Like he didn't even know the basic levels of things about real estate that you need to know. And the truth was he was just renting all the stuff that he had and made it appear like he looked like he was a dude making money off of his real estate. So he was making money off of YouTube by faking the funk that he was being in. Oh, for sure. I mean, you deserve to get scammed though. If you fall for that shit, like someone paid the, like, you know what I like, you remember that Lamborghini guy? He's like, but I like my books. Yeah, that's, you know, a, that's like, what he was talking about. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that guy. That's that's obviously, yeah. if you can't see a con on that and you're like, hmm, let me hear more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you deserve to be conned. For sure. But you know, some people are very gullible. Like, that stuff sounds good. So you, I know, you, your interest. Like, if you meet an individual, you feel bad. But like, when I look at it from like stepping back, I'm like, you're a fucking moron. But then yeah. you're also like, some guys like, well, I fell for it and I used my last like, Ten thousand dollars in savings. You're like, oh fuck, Steve. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, man, come on. 
The biggest tell in all those videos is when they string you along. If the video goes for like five minutes and they haven't given you any information on what they're doing, they just keep telling you like, yeah, keep listening. And like, this is how I made this. Then that's how you know it's going to be a con. Because yeah. if anyone was being real, they would tell you within a minute what they're doing and how you could do it. And you should go look at their videos off of that. But if the video is like five minutes of them just literally explaining some random shit that has nothing to do with what they said at the beginning, it's complete bullshit. So yeah. Man, I honestly sometimes I think about being a grifter. Like if I, like just get my morals down a little bit and just be like one of the, you know what I've been thinking about lately is being one of those like uh anti-black, like like the Fox News conservative black guy, like the token one. And like oh, yeah, yeah, slavery, yeah. slavery wasn't so bad, you know? Dude, like honestly, it, that's it's pretty easy. Like the yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Very but, easy. <laughs> but like how much would you hate you're going on Fox News? Like I saw a nigga like two days ago. He's like, slavery wasn't about race. This was like Candace Owens, like assistant he's like slavery wasn't even about race like they just needed people to work and they just happened to select black people like i don't know why america acts like they're racist and stuff it's like what like the yeah. audacity but this guy's on national news now because he's saying some wild shit like that so i'm like you know what maybe it's how, maybe, let's like let's start grifty name this episode the grift like let's <laughs> we're gonna say you know what i was thinking too you know that you know toronto always has that picture of um when artists like blow up and they put it in like Dunya Square. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's let's. Where you're on the billboard, yeah. Shop, let's Photoshop pop culture on there, and then like we get a one third of those people will think it's real. Trust me, like for sure. I'm gonna no, do. People would definitely think that's for real. sure. I'm like, what? You don't know? Like, uh, it's the East Coast thing here. I'm like, we're obviously way bigger on the Toronto side. Dude, even people in Toronto wouldn't know. And you, you, no, you, I, could, you could also literally just say, "Yeah, my billboard was up for a couple hours, and it's no longer there anymore." And they wouldn't. I'm doing it. I'm doing it this weekend. I got to work on my Photoshop, anyways. <laughs> those Let's billboards change. Yeah, those billboards change fair, fairly regularly, so yeah. it, it wouldn't be shocking to to have that up there, and then someone might be like, "Hey, I don't see it." You just be like, "Hey, well, yeah, probably moved on." So this is a this is a grifting podcast now. You want to be as rich as us? Take a listen. <laughs> Man, the conservative thing, though, I, I do honestly think about that from time to time. Like, <laughs> it's so hard because I have morals, so it's just hard to go against my own people like that. But yeah. when I think about how much money could potentially be made real quickly off of something like that, like I, two weeks ago, I saw the the post of the of that black girl who finessed all the uh, right wingers because she said yeah. her that she got kicked out by her mom or whatever. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Look how easy oh, oh, she yeah. came up on so she came up on fifty grand off of that shit just by saying that she got kicked out of her house because she was a Trump supporter and she completely finessed the system. Oh, like, dude, the, the thing is, Trump's fully grifting them still, man. They're donating to every, like they're like, I'm gonna be president again. Like he has this whole every couple months. He's like August eighth, they're gonna make Trump president. He's like, but we need your money to do it. And people, I go on Twitter and people are like, I just sent you a hundred dollars. Like let's let's do this. Let's save America. And it's like. You are the dumbest people on the fucking planet, man. Like, I actually can't believe it. And, but the thing is, I could do it. Like, I could, the words could leave my mouth. I'd be like, it's black people's fault. Like, this is, it's their fault. Like, maybe we should bring slavery back if you think about it. Times were easier. But I couldn't say it with confidence. Like, I would just be laughing. I'd be like, of course, Nancy Grace, I don't believe this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, at some point, you're going to break character. I think that's the hardest part. Yeah, that's the hardest part is faking the funk because you can't keep that up forever. Yeah, like, like no, this is ridiculous. We we missed our chance. We probably could have done that with COVID. If we went the COVID hoax, I think we probably could have. I know. Well, we had a we had a we had a mega time too as well. Where I was saying you're a mega supporter, and I had a couple messages like, "Is Papa really into mega? Like, I can get behind <laughs> that." 
like I'm like, Jesus fuck, man. Like Papa's a good one of this podcast, huh? Like oh, he doesn't make man. excuses, does he? That was, a, that was a rod, though. I feel like the COVID thing would have worked better here just because, like, we're actually in the country. Oh, like an anti-COVID podcast? Maybe not even a podcast, but just going oh, anti Yeah, anti-vax. Like, if we'd gone with that theme, I think we could have got some good support, at least okay. in Canada especially, because we were under lockdown for so long. So people definitely would have listened to our message. Going. Oh. But... All right, I have one. We'll talk about this a bit later. We should get to the topic, but All I got to... <laughs> All right, so I guess so. Yeah, first topic: Drake's uh, Drake's date. I guess is where we're going to be starting because that yeah. seems to be the biggest news story of the week, apparently. But Drake was seen going on a date with Instagram model Johanna Leia, and they've been dating for months now. Apparently, he rented out Dodger Stadium, which is pretty sway, and took her out on a date. Uh, she's actually the mother of a high school superstar, Amari Bailey, who's going to yeah, yeah. LA in 2022. I don't know if he plays with LeBron James's son or if he's on or if he's just in the same league as him. Or uh, there's so many different like little like I don't think it's the same high school, but then there's also like AAU teams and like that. So I never know what's what with these high school kids anymore because there's so many different leagues for them to run with. Like it's not like you just are in high school. You also have like the AAU ones, and if yeah. you're in California, there's all these other leagues. So they might not go to the same school together, but they play on the same like AAU team and that. True. The level of sports in the states is absolutely like insane. Like in high school, you could be a star, and then college is another level of stardom, and then obviously making it to the big leagues is the next level of stardom. But it's crazy that you could be that big of a star in high school and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Well, um, you have, you no, have high school kids with bigger followings than NBA players, like yeah. the high school stars and stuff. It's wild. Yeah, that's another, that's another topic for another day. But, yeah, anyways, Drake, uh, yeah, Drake was seen dating her. Um, he's been to some of the games because obviously he's a fan of, he, he was actually closer to the sun at first. A lot of the photos that they're <laughs> taking were kind of weird. Um, well, he was doing more so of like a mentorship role. Um, still kind of weird, but okay. But, oh, oh, okay. I shouldn't say he was more so a friend of the sun because Drake claims that he's been dating her for some time now. So I don't know if maybe he's the pictures just surfaced of him in the sun first. And then later on, people caught on that he was dating her, but either way he's been in. Yeah. I don't think he's actual predator, but it's just funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been uh, he's been involved in his life, um, and the biggest thing that's come out so far is that he's gone on a date with this model to Dodger Stadium, which is swag. So I guess I want to start there. Is how big of a flex is this? Like that's got to be probably one of the biggest flexes. Drake renting out an entire stadium during baseball season and going on a date with a woman. Like you got to be impressed by that. Yeah, that's uh, it was pretty wild and stuff. And then people got like ran away with it too. They're like, that's how you like take women on dates and how you treat them and stuff. And I was like, excuse yeah, me, yeah, like we're going to Red Lobster and you're gonna be happy. <laughs> yeah, um, Red Lobster is decent though, it's, a it's so spot. good, man. I like it's just, yeah, <laughs> I know people are like, um, all over that. I was like, send the bar way too high. These girls think they're gonna get that. Like, we're getting some Red Lobster at Olive Garden, um, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's do you think like obviously I feel like Drake set up so he could be caught doing that. Yeah, I was gonna say the exact same thing. I, There's oh, no way they're just like no, go, go. No, that's it, that's it. Like, there's just no oh. way you could say that wasn't on purpose. Like 
Yeah, I agree. I think he because Drake is so calculated. He's one of the most calculated <laughs> artists. He's the most calculated. He's the he, most. He is the most. He's the most. Not even close, my man. Like he's the most calculated artist in the game. Every move that he makes has to be planned out in some way. This is definitely publicity for a rollout that he's gonna have for Certified Lover Boy because that album is due in summer, and we're in the summer right now. There's only about two months left where you can really claim that it's still the summer and have the album come out. So we're right in the thick of things. I definitely think that he set this up to where, you know, they were, maybe someone tipped him off from his camp, but he gave him the go ahead to tip them off to tell them that he's out in uh, Dodger stadium on a date or whatever. Even the way he looked at the camera, like he looked at it, like he was looking like, uh, you know, Jim from the office when he breaks the fourth wall. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. That's the yeah. Look that he had when the, or, sorry, when the helicopter. Flew <laughs> yeah. over. So it wouldn't surprise uh, me whatsoever. Uh, if that was the situation. Uh, is that, is that an original thought or is that from Twitter? I saw someone mention the the gym thing on Twitter, so I will not claim yeah, that, that that was my own original thought. I was like, that's a good one. Yeah, no, that that definitely uh, suits it. You can just tell, and just by knowing Drake, it's like that as well. Um, so it was pretty wild to me, and it was so funny though. So someone also broke it down though as well, because like people were like, "This is what you should do, like Drake." So it costs apparently it costs like ten thousand to rent it out to do oh, that. That's not even that high. Yeah, which I don't, I mean, who is the internet? So who knows if that's the real thing? And people are like, oh, they got to do that. And I was like, that's how you do like a date. Like, should more guys be like going out on that? And then someone's like, someone broke down a salary. They're like, Drake has like a net worth or whatever. So that means he makes 47 million a year. And so that is one point, like like 0.19. So then then someone's like, that's actually an $18 date for anyone who makes the median (laughs) income. I was like, fuck yeah. I retweeted that shit. I was like, I just like, I'm like, thank you. I was like, thank you, lady. Like now I'm going to be spending less, like $18. You're going to get seven, you're going to give him $7 foot long. I'm going to get $7 foot long. And I'm I'm spending Drake equivalent money on you, lady. So you got to be, you got to be happy about this. Like that is the greatest math that's ever been done. I was so happy that someone did that because like, see, this is what you got to spend in that. Like, well, actually, that's only like 0.01% of his wealth. So that would be uh, $19 for anyone who makes $50,000. I was like, oh, my God, like I am I'm big balling because I'll spend $25 on a date. See, math can be fun. (laughs) Yeah, right. Immediately after this podcast, though, I'm scrolling on your page to find that tweet just so I can retweet it myself because that is absolutely fucking hilarious. Well, I was going to go somewhere with this right after you mentioned uh, $18 and it being a fucking cheap-ass day, but now I can't remember where I was going to go. Um, I guess we can move on to the other part of this as well, too. How do you think Amari is taking this? Because I've seen, not online, but I've heard on other like podcasts and stuff, someone mentioned this, that do you think Amari is being like teased about this you think that kids are like because kids are savage on the internet and they would be talking shit but do you think that they're teasing him that his mom is hooking up with drake or do you think that's more of like a plus towards him being like yo you get to hang out with drake like that's got to be more dope than him getting teased it's a plus but kids are also weird like you know what i mean like for a rational adult for us we're like well, it's fucking her better better than dating her drunk neighbor or something, you know what I mean? But 17-year-old kids get embarrassed about the dumbest shit that you shouldn't get embarrassed about. You know what I mean? That's so who knows what, like, in my head, I'm like, why are you going to be mad? Your mom's getting banged out anyways. Like, look <laughs> yeah, at her. Might, like, as there's well, no, might as well have no, to be Drake. <laughs> yeah, like, it's better than fucking Steve next door with the fanny pack. 
You know what I mean? Like, so, but kids are just weird. Like, like I would get embarrassed about the most stupid shit when I was in high school when I was like, oh, that's actually perfectly fine and like normal. And that, like, I remember I got caught in the movie theater with my mom. Like she wanted to take me to a rated R movie when I was younger. And like these yeah. girls saw me there. And I was like, I literally like didn't come, I didn't come to school for like two weeks. And I was like, oh my God, they didn't tell everyone and stuff. Like, what the fuck? Why would I even care? I was like, those two girls are fucking out on the street because they have no dad. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. why would I? But you just care about the dumbest stuff when you're younger. So I'm sure he's kind of like, but he's also, I don't know. He's also in that lifestyle. So he should, he might be happy. Like your fucking stepdaddy's Drake now. Come on. Yeah, I, I agree with you, though, because I do remember certain situations where I was embarrassed about having my mom be around when it's completely normal. Like, there was nothing wrong with having my mom out there. But for whatever reason, when you're younger, you just kind of emphasize a lot of the, I guess, maybe not maybe not corniness, but you just emphasize a lot of things that don't need to be emphasized to that degree. Like, it's, it's weird. Like, <clears throat> for example, like, hopping out of your mom's car and being like, Mom, I love you, and, like, giving her a kiss goodbye before you go to school. Oh, my God. That's... It's embarrassing when you're a kid, but it's it's not. There's nothing wrong with it. It's your fucking mom, you know. You, oh yeah. You should you should be showing that type of appreciation and love. But it's it's just funny that when you look at it towards your other friends, you think that they're judging you or making fun of you or some shit like that. I, um, but the moment someone says anything bad about your mom, you're literally ready to go at their neck. So it's like oh for sure. <laughs> I used to make my mom drop me off like a couple blocks up before high school, like so I wouldn't like they couldn't see me like walk. But it's like I remember the school I went to was like. Most of the parents didn't even love or care about them enough. Like they had to take the bus and get some change. You know what I mean? My mom yeah. would like start work late so she could take me to school. I'm like, mom, you have to drop me off 13 blocks away <laughs> and stuff. And like, so I couldn't, like, you know what I mean? And like now, yeah. like I take my, like I take my mom like everywhere and like kiss her and like it's like whatever. I don't like, you know what I mean? You don't care at all. Yeah. So like, even like after 20, I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like I kiss my mom after every like football game and stuff. But when you're like younger, I'm like, you're embarrassing. I'm, I was pretty good. Like some people are so mean to their parents and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be the worst to do that. And then like lose your parents like 19 or 20. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, go through that like embarrassing stage. <laughs> oh, well, I never got to make it right with you. So <laughs> you're going to dark, but sorry, kid. sorry, whoever <laughs> that, that hit a, a string. But you know what oh, I'm saying, right? Like, yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Just get so you. dumb. Like you, like you get, you get older and you appreciate like my mom would never miss a sports game. She come like every game. I'd be like, Mom, why do you have to come? Like, it's so embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing and when it's you get like, them cheer yeah. for you, and it's like, they, like they're supporting you. It's not anything. Yeah, and now I'm like, oh my god, like, I can't believe with all her work and stuff, she still like never missed a game. And all the parents were like, oh, like I can't take you, Jimmy. Like you're an embarrassment to the family and stuff. So <laughs> you just like you definitely look at it different. But I mean, this this guy's in like he's already famous in that too. So yeah, that's. A, that's I feel like kids these days have different mindsets as well. Like the Gen Zs and that are just built different where they have their parents doing TikToks with them and stuff anyway, so... Yeah, I feel um, like they are more in tune... Not, not in tune, but they're probably closer to their parents than we probably were with our parents, I would feel. Mm -hmm. Because the crossover between the age age and... Uh, like, because of the internet, a lot of that yeah, age the, stuff mixes now. The but interactions, yeah, or they yeah, just the see... Yeah, like, exactly. So They see, like, 25-year-olds with their parents, like, oh, that's kind of cool, like, when you ever... You know what I mean? And yeah. then so now they're, like, they don't care. They don't worry about it. I mean, there's, obviously, it's still there, but I think for, like, a famous nigga like that, like a little kid already, it, it, it isn't going to be a big deal. But, I mean, who cares? Even if it is, like, he'll be happy about it when he's older. Yeah, and they're, more, and they're a little bit more mature than we were at that age, too, I feel. Just because of the for fact sure. that, like, they're exposed to the internet, so they see a lot of those, you know, like, mature debates and stuff. As bad as some of that shit obviously is, like I still think the internet's a cesspool. But of course, at least they do grab some of the stuff where it's like, hey, we're more so on the side of you know, like making the future better and brighter or whatever. I like Gen Zs, man. They do so much funny shit. Like I think they're, uh, I think 
I think they were they're cool. I think there was a phase where they were definitely on the wrong side of the internet back when they were eating Tide Pods and licking ice cream, <laughs> and licking ice cream. Like that shit was a little was bit. That, I feel like that was almost still millennial because that was no. I guess no, no. That was that was definitely Gen Z, bro. Gen Z's yeah. What Gen Z right now starts at like what 22, 23 is the youngest oldest Gen Z. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's like twenty two is like their oldest. Yeah, um, so I guess that was probably them. Too, but we still have fucking man. We had jackass and stuff like people in those fucking videos of doing the dumbest shit. And then like yeah, imagine, but, imagine no, you TikTok going, going. And, imagine you had all that stuff. I mean, you were close to social. Like I didn't even have Facebook in high school except for my last year, I think maybe. Uh, but like, imagine how stupid you guys would look if you were that ingrained in social media. Uh, no, I, you, I don't. No, keep going. Did you have Instagram when you were in high school? No, I didn't have Instagram when I was in high school. I had Facebook in high school. That's pretty much it. That was the only yeah. social media I had, other than MySpace, too. But I wasn't even really on MySpace. The only two I was using was Facebook and MSN Messenger. That was pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. And like, Facebook was just getting likes when you're in high school type thing. Like, it wasn't... Yeah, definitely, it was definitely not the same. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, we would all look like idiots in that. But I don't know. I find the Gen Z, like, humor so funny sometimes. I mean, obviously, some of it's weird, but... I yeah, know. I just I don't, don't ever want to be that old people that are like, oh, fucking kids these days and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember like, I was such a fucking moron. When I was dude, I always think that whenever someone mentions how like this generation is fucking up or doing some shit, I always think back to the shit that I did when I was a kid. I'm like, man, that's completely normal. Like, I was doing I was doing some wild ass shit when I was a kid. And uh, I, I know we had the discussion about like the whole um, what do you call it? Little S, little Nas X. And like that whole homosexual stuff, like being portrayed in the way that he was doing it in his recent video and the religious stuff about that. But the reason why I was saying that was because like I was so influential as a kid. And I'm not saying that you'd be a homosexual if you watch this video. That's not what I'm trying to get at. I just want to make, I just want to make that part clear. I'm just, I'm just saying with the go gay, you say homosexual, man. Oh my god, yeah, like you're trying to get it's such, oh a, fun, it's such a funnier word to say. Oh, like, I know if you oh say it out that way. I wouldn't have laughed if you said gay, I'd be like, okay, man, but oh, you are a homosexual. I'd hate to be one of those homosexuals. Oh my god, okay, yeah, I know what you mean, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying you'd be, you'd be that if if you watch the video. I was just saying that kids are influential because I remember when I was a young, like growing up and in high school, I was Little Wayne was my favorite artist, man. Like I would listen to all Little Wayne's mixtapes. Like I was huge on Weezy. I, I could, I could till this day, I could still recite most of his songs and lyrics from his mixtape days, like word for word. And I still find new, like new meaning to some of those songs when I listen back to them because when I was younger, I didn't understand some of the stuff that he was talking about. Um, but when it came to his music, though, I was like, he was always talking about you know eating the pussy and all that shit. Dude, that shit influenced me when I was raging with hormones. Like, I was always trying to do that shit to girls and stuff. Like, I remember trying to finger Jesus girls. Christ. Oh, <laughs> holy shit. Are you just admitting to sexual assault? No. Obviously, they were willing. I wasn't, like, doing this off the force of them not being into it. Like, this is, this is a mutual thing. But I'm just saying, like, I would do some freaky stuff in the back of the classroom, you know, you go on break or you have not recess, but they give you uh, like yeah, lunch you get the break, break not the lunch, the lunch one, break, either yeah. one. Oh yeah, or that yeah, one of those two. You're hanging out with a girl, you go sit with her in a tree. You guys like try and make out, <laughs> you try and finger her, you try to go to girls' houses after school and shit like that. All that shit and all that shit was part part like 
obviously some of it's hor- obviously most of it's hormones, but some of it was definitely influential from Wayne. Cause all you hear Wayne is like, yo, you gotta eat your pussy and all that shit. So I'm just saying, music does have some influence. Yeah, but what do you keep? But what if Wayne was like, you gotta suck a dick? Would you be like, mm, no, no, that's different because I'm not mm, into dick sucking though. That's maybe, different. maybe I will. Yeah, that's what I mean. But the thing is, if you're if you're already halfway, there, like if you're close to being. <laughs> The dick second level and little Nas X is helping you take it there. Like you were gonna go there anyway, so he's just pushing you. Yeah, you know that's what, what I'm mean? saying. Like, I don't think he was doing the homosexual. No stuff. one's gonna turn that's... gay after just like <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, they yeah, might have tried sure. gay earlier, which is no. probably good. Get get out of your seat. Like <laughs> the worst time to find out you're not gay is when a dick is in your mouth, and it's just what? like he's like it's just... where is this podcast going right now? What are you talking? <laughs> I think because like, you're like, oh, I'm almost there. And it's like little Nas, it's kind of dope. You know, and you're like, ah, I'm gonna try it. And you're like, oh, this is definitely not for me. A little too late. Oh, man. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but <laughs> you, you know, you actually brought that up. That actually reminds me of a lyric recently. Big Sean has a song with Sada Baby, who's one of my favorite new artists coming up. And in the song, they're talking about like freaky women and how girls used to be freaky back in the day and they, how they need a freak. And in the song, Big Sean has a line where he says, uh, I can't remember what the first bar is, but he basically says, I could teach a new old girl how to suck dick. And I was like, wait, what? Like, you didn't think about this bar before you said it out, out of your mouth? And like, what do you mean? What, what's, I don't. All right, hold on. Let me, let me find the lyric real quickly. That way I can get it like actually. Old accurate. girl, like an old lady? Um, Sada, baby, Big Sean, Little while. You know what? Who else has some weird lyrics is Young Thug. Yeah, no, he's got crazy ass. Like, he calls his daughter sexy in the song. He's like, she's eight, and she's like, she's gonna be. She's like, my my son's a pimp, and my daughter's gonna be sexy. And like, what? Okay, man, gotta I mean, turn this I didn't get off. where he was going with that, but I would just never say that. Honestly, yeah, that's what's ever. so funny. Like, I mean, I don't think he's actually checking out his daughter, but it's like, thugger, come on, take it easy. Oh man, where the fuck is it? Oh, here it is. Okay, 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 okay. She asked what I'm trying to do, but you already know. Got her tapping out the, got her tapping out like Morse code. Can't teach an old dog new tricks, but I could teach an old bitch how to suck dick. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you dropped that bar and didn't think back to be like, uh, maybe I should not say it that way. Like that should just sound way, way off base to me. But well, I don't see that bad with it. You could teach an old bitch how to suck dick. What does that mean? How are you gonna teach her? An, an old lady, you just give her instructions. Yeah, but that's not how that's not how it's in, like okay. I know that's what he means, but the way it comes off does not sound like he's saying it like that. It sounds like he's saying he's gonna show her oh. with, his own, with his own method on how to do it. Like ah, uh, <laughs> hey, no, what? That's what I would that's what right, you listen, thought. That's what, listen, no, no, listen to the song. Listen to the song Little While because <laughs> the delivery and how he delivers it, it just it just makes it sound like that. There's no way like like, I know what he means, but it just the delivery just sounds way too emphasized. <laughs> let, let, let me show you. Yes, what I'm trying to do, what you already know. Gotta tap it out like Morris Cole. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. But I can teach an old bitch how to suck dick. I can't nobody do it better. Tell me what you're trying to do, because we could do whatever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, like, you go get, if you go get a banana and walk through it, it's not oh that gay. God. Yeah, all right, bro. <laughs> I know you've oh, done man. that before, because you brought that up way, <laughs> way too casually. I'm just, um, this is not gay with the banana. Everyone knows it. Whatever you say, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's move, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, Zayla Avant-Garde 
is the first African American to win the Scripps Spelling Bee. Just want to give her a shout out because that's huge. It's definitely long overdue as well, too. Um, so it's good to see that we finally did have a black winner for the Spelling Bee. I think her name is dope um, because avant-garde is someone who does something that's like quirky, experimental. Mm. It's kind is that of like French? Never been done before. Yeah, it's definitely French. Um, but I don't think her, I don't think her background is French. I think her parents just named her that because they thought it was very applicable for the type of woman that they wanted to raise. And they were not wrong because the spelling bee is not even something that she does. Yeah, that's not even something that she does full time. Like that's her hobby. She said full on that. Like yeah, that's just something she does on the side. What she really does is play basketball. And if you've seen her regimen online of what she does to practice for ball, this is like Steph Curry type level. Uh, like practice on what she's trying to do with dribbling and stuff like that. Like I saw her doing one where she's juggling three balls and she's standing on two balls at the same time too. So she's like standing on two basketballs while she's juggling balls in her hand and then like practicing her hand-eye coordination, which is absolutely nuts. So shout out to her because that's super dope. And so um, and she, I don't know. So she, I saw that at first too. Like she's a hooper and she, her main goal is to make the WNBA, but her dribble things already have her with two Guinness records just for like dribbling stuff. Oh yeah, she's yeah. Been do- I forgot to mention Did- that. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I didn't know if you saw that part because I just saw she was like hooping at first. Like, oh, she has the candle, and then a couple of days later, I saw that um, she actually has like it's not just hooping, but like she has records already. She's on a unicycle dribbling like four balls, and that, and her dad's got like computers set up and everything. I was like, yo, that's that's the child you want, and it doesn't seem like one of those unhealthy your parents are like pushing you yeah, yeah it seems like she wants to that that's what she, like, she does on her own yeah, yeah. she's just like a she's definitely like a wonder kid or whatever and yeah like shout out man i was honestly so blown away and stuff like that too and i hope that girl like normally i don't get like emotional over that stuff or whatever but like that woman is like incredible that child is it weird to call anyways she's incredibly she's, she's talented not, you'd say child or you'd yeah say she's incredible she's incredibly talented and like now i want to follow to make sure that like she does something incredible because she definitely seems like she will. So I'd be man, I'd be so proud to be that girl's parent. Yeah, hundred percent. She's uh, she's she's been killing it, and she's young as hell. She's only thirteen. So the fact that she's yeah. accomplished that much at fucking thirteen, imagine what she does in the next fucking ten years. So shout out to her. I she was like, actually her no, clips no. too were fire. She just she's actually like ball. She can ball. Yeah, she's she's real good. Uh, I think a lot of it, though, is that, one, she loves like she loves what she's doing, but she's just so focused. Like, when you see her doing some of the stuff, mm-hmm. her intensity and her focus on what she's doing is all, like, all her brain cells are definitely focused on that one act, so. Um, that, she also made me feel worse during my depression time, though. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck did I do with my yeah. whole life? I literally didn't get out of bed for, like, two days. And this girl's like, I wake up at 4 a.m., spell B, and then I have a shake, and then I dribble a ball for four hours on a unicycle, and then I read about anthropology for 10 hours, and then, like, it's like, and then I go to my basketball game, and it's like, okay, I checked Instagram 23 times and answered one email. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to emulate her her work ethic because I was like, man, the the fact that she can just focus on shit like that and literally what you just said, I was like, I'm back on Instagram within the next thirty minutes just checking some yeah. bullshit. So this guy's giving away fucking money on Instagram like some fucking like these James Harden strip club. No, I know, I just I'm just bugging you. That's a James Harden like a strip club. Shout out to uh, shout out to for winning that though. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, it was like, oh, the fact that she won that too. People were like, oh, someone's gonna think it's uh, corrupt. 
just passing yeah. that money off to Honestly, my low key, Yeah. <laughs> low key, I was thinking about that too, just because I was like, well, she does have some kind of an attachment to Gabe as well too. So I was just like, I don't know if you were going to think that, but she did win fair and square. She put a lot of friggin' uh, posts <laughs> or entries. She had a lot of entries. So um, he absolutely, you know, like you should hire that girl to do, to like push your podcast or um, the site. Cause she's like, it's literally my favorite um thing on it's my favorite page on instagram and she tells me every single week and so do other friends and that they're like this guy needs more followers and stuff because it always has banger after banger i was like yeah i mean that's that's really my influence on it like sure i don't post them <laughs> but papa's really papa learned a lot from my humor and <laughs> that but no people are, are are like i mean i agree too like it, it like it is my taste of of posts and everything like that as well um and people do quite often tell me that it um, is definitely bigger than better than a lot of the ones that have like a million followers and stuff too. So she, she, to be fair, she's a genuine ass fan. Like every single week she tells me like, this is my favorite page on IG and stuff too. So I don't think like it, it could go to a, a better person because she definitely supports it and shares it a lot yeah. too. So I won't throw her under the bus. She definitely <laughs> supports it hard. No, I definitely appreciate it too. Like she's always been a pretty big uh, supporter of of the page as well too. And I think the funniest thing too, because when I was telling her about it, she was like, "Oh, can I like give the money back so you can run another giveaway?" Like that's how much I love the pot. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like yeah, I appreciate that. That'd be great." But no, like you genuinely won this one. Like I'll have other contests, so I just want to, I want to, want to give the money to someone who deserves to win it. So I was like, she, "You can enjoy that money." And then she I'll said she wanted one. you to, she wanted to give it to you so you could use it to promote it like paid promotion and stuff like that too you know she when she gets that one of her good quality when she gets behind things she supports it and stuff too and uh she definitely has a big fan of even like my group chats and stuff like with other friends they always um like i see a lot of pops culture stuff in there and like everyone knows me if i thought it was trash i'd be trashing you so (laughs) like i I wouldn't mince words you know what i mean so yeah yeah, for sure it does get a lot of good feedback i I love taking credit i love taking credit for it though too also (laughs) so there's a lot of people out there who thinks i post half of the things in there (laughs) (laughs) so shout out to our our page oh man if it Um, ever blew up and was like worth tons of money i'd definitely take you to court Get the fuck out of here. You're part of it. I'm like, I helped build the brand. I have a, I have an argument in there, man. Like, I'm like, you, sir, we have 200 podcasts there. I put this, 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 this episode as evidence. I played in front of the court of like my, it's my, like, what's that word there? Your, oh, your intellect property. Like, oh yeah. Your IP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. That, out, that'd be a fairly easy up. case to win them. Cause I'd just be like, well, what's the password to the page? And you wouldn't know it. And then there you go. I automatically win that case. Yeah, for sure. So, shouts out. But yeah, that's dope. Uh, onto some music though, real quick before we. Wrap oh, wait, up. wait, 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 wait. No, this is what I got. This is a perfect time to interject though. I gotta get this in right now. And okay. Then hear the last ones. Okay. Also, giving you credit for your social media and that, but there's not that many comments on it yet. I am losing my mind over Toronto accounts and the comments and the people on it. The six oh, buzz, yeah, 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 real yeah, yeah. Toronto news, and all that. And like, you know, it's I, funny I, you I, that I, I appreciate uh, why it's funny you mention that because I've just been I've been reading some of them recently, but I've been more so laughing at just how like absurd they are. But yeah, keep going. I, but here's the thing: this is what bothers me. So I, it's so easy for me to like take myself away from Americans and like 
they're idiots. I don't live there anymore. Like it's, I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. Their thing, the country's a joke, but I've genuinely lost respect for Toronto and the people like, these are people (laughs) I interact with. These are people, they're, they're the Toronto man's like right downtown and all my favorite, like all these, not my favorite Toronto guys, but all the accounts you have to basically follow to know what's going on in the city is I'm blown away. Like out of all the, I follow like LA ones, New York ones and stuff. The worst comments are in Toronto one. The dumbest people, the most ignorant, ridiculous, <laughs> lack of common sense, critical thinking exists, not in YouTube comments, not, not on Facebook with the boomers, nowhere else. They exist on real Toronto news, six buzz, the wave room, Canada ones, like the worst, dumbest people. They post that Chris guy or whatever, the anti-masker dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, there's thousands of people who think this guy's doctor levels of like talking and the comments are so sexist and stupid and fucking dumb. And I'll go and like, I get like caught up on it and I'll look at their, I'm, I'm, I'm I gotta creep and know who these people are. And it'll be like, <laughs> oh, here's like, like Zach from U of T 2022 graduation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're a real person who probably lived 30 like feet from me and you're the dumbest fucking human being alive. I, like I, I I hate it, and I've I don't ever comment on those things. But now I've started. Call, I've been getting internet, internet internet arguments the last two weeks because I can't handle it. Like I cannot handle how stupid. And I guess because I moved to Toronto, I had so much respect, and everyone I interact with seems like normal, level-headed, non like whatever. And like they're obsession with transgender, and like they're like, oh, I hate like they're obviously like, bashing gay stuff and that. But they post it every two days too. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's just the people there are the dumbest. They're fully anti-vaxxer too, all of them. Like, and it's just misinformation. It's more than Fox News level of like misinformation. And it, I'm like, I feel defeated. I'm losing the battle. I'm in there commenting, like dropping links to news and stuff. I'm obviously reevaluating my life because what am I doing? But I hate it. I hate it so much. And something needs to be done. <laughs> like, I, it's just, it's the worst. And I, the worst commenters on that and stuff. And I've just, I have a hard time coming to terms with the fact these are citizens of Toronto. I don't, I don't disagree. I don't think they're as bad as Twitter comments. I've seen some pretty dumbass Twitter debates before, but no, it definitely is a cesspool that's on a different level than some of the other like accounts or pages that you happen to see. I think part of the reason too, though, is because as much as like six months does a lot of posting where they rile, like they know what kind of response you're going to get. Yeah. They, they know what they're doing some, yeah. When they post some shit like that. So I think that's part of it too. So you're going to see, I think you might see a lot of that more so on those dumb posts more so than like on the regular ones. Cause for me, what I find is if I click on a regular story, most of the time I'm not going to see some fucked up comments. It's going to be pretty tame for the most part, but whenever they post something stupid, that's when you're going to find, a lot of the dumbass comments and a lot of people the, agreeing with that type of shit. The thing is though, Six Buzz is like the biggest one of them all. And it's actually not the worst because it covers so much news. And I know the people who run that and they like, it's kind of professional because they've grown it into a bunch of things. And that's so yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, like completely off the rails. But it's the ones like, you know, like the real Toronto news. Like the real news. Toronto news with like- yeah, And like a couple of those ones, shit. I think yeah, it's the yeah. wave room and stuff are the bottom of the barrel, the worst, the human garbage of people. Like it's in six months, like whatever, just a huge thing. You get it there. It's like the shade room. You get idiots there, but it's so big. Like six months is international. It's so big. But like those real Toronto news where it's like straight up, just like 50,000 Toronto people and all those like ones that kind of follow gang culture in Toronto too. Like the gang stuff is the least ignorant shit they post on there. 
that's like okay you know what i mean but the other shit is like when they, they talk about like like so homophobic and like sexist and like i got in some argument on there about like um I can't remember some girl was on there and she's talking about like all the guys she sleeps with for money and people are like this is the problem with women and stuff i'm like she's literally like it's I'm, I'm not even gonna go into it but it's just there's it's like no like, critical... in, it's like one in a thousand or like boom but like it's and but they're like i'm like no they're like see this is the problem with women i'm like this girl's a porn star the platform is made by men putting her on the people who are fucking her and putting money into her only fans are all men and stuff the problem like it, it the problem isn't her like women you know what I mean? like if you yeah, yeah y'all could just stop her and she'd have to get a job at wendy's you know what i mean like people are always willing to do the worst thing and that i'm just like i can't i can't take i'm done with the rant but like but i can't unfollow because my ear has to be the streets i can't i, I always go to unfollow but I it can't. doesn't have to it has to be that's because everyone knows my ear are the streets you're like gay what's going on the streets i'm like let me check out Yo. Like yeah, just, I don't know. I don't know how you do it, man. Because that those are the pages that I choose not to follow. I mean, there are there's two of them that I do, but even then, I don't read their comments. I literally just see whatever they post, and that's it. I keep them moving. I just can't. Yeah, do it. no, you and Bo don't follow because like, I was going to send them to you, and you guys follow like two out of the eight, and I follow all. Yeah, eight, yeah, and I, I couldn't do it. It's oh, it's a spectacle. Oh my god, I honestly understand ISIS. Like it's like it's you the said. Worst. <laughs> Like you said, six months isn't as bad as it used to be, but even still, like I try to avoid them as much as possible too. So it's yeah. yeah. I six months even has the most. Imagine doing the other smaller ones because the smaller ones are even worse because they're trying to get bigger. So they're gonna yeah. post whatever crazy ass shit they can find. And the well, the most they get is like the gender stuff, like the transgender and gay stuff, and that too, because it like creates controversy, right? So they post about it. I'm like, how are you going to complain about gay people and then post about it every single day? And they know exactly what they're doing, right? They're just like, come on. And like, it, but some of them are good for music. Like I found so many artists from Toronto that I would have never known. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, so is, like, true. Wow. that is true. So I'm like, ah, and like, you want to support local Toronto shit. Like, so yeah, just, I had to, I had to put that on this episode because enough's enough. Um, we need, we need to come, we need to come correct. Like we need to get pop culture bigger for some civil discourse. Dude, I've already had some situations with with discourse in my comments, and yeah, I could not imagine. Have you had to delete comments and stuff? No, I've only had to do delete a post. That was it. That's, that's uh, the first oh. I had to go. Had to burn the whole thing, eh? Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Okay, last thing. Uh. I mean, yeah, just some music stuff real quick. I guess to wrap it up, there's not, not anything major. Snow Allegra, I just want to say, like, I'm a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan, but I'm a fan of her music now. I wasn't really as big on her as other people were when she first came out. I'd heard a couple songs and it just felt like it wasn't necessarily for me. But off this album, I took a couple few songs off of her album and I felt that they're really good listens. So I won't say I'm the biggest fan, but I definitely enjoy her music more so than I did before. That intro, though, I will say... Probably one of the greatest intros to an RB album I've heard in a long time. Uh, she really snapped on that shit. Like, just the style of how it comes in and then what it goes into as a main song and the switch up in the middle or just like, it's a trifecta. Like, you can't be mad at that. When I, when I first heard it at night and press played, I was like, this is how she opened her album? Like, this is insane. Like, this, is, this would make anyone want to listen to the rest of it. So, shout out to her. Um, Speaking of her, her, her also dropped her album and it didn't get much publicity. She didn't even do that well in her first week numbers. I think she did it, ended up doing around 47,000. And she's an act who the label would probably expect to do like 100,000 at least in the first week. So that is a little bit disappointing. But I kind of blame the label for that because there wasn't much promotion for that album. 
I didn't hear anything about the album dropping until other people had informed me that they listened to it. And I was like, oh, her dropped an album that week, and I didn't even know. And I think this was the same week that Tyler came out. So, or no, not the same week. I think it was the week after or before. So it was a poor marketing plot or plan on the label front. And I think that she deserves better because the album that she put out is really good. And I think a lot of more people should check it out. Uh, Pop Smoke is dropping July 16th. I'm kind of over the posthumous. Yeah, I hate I feel like they're them. milking him right now. Like, this is way too much music for... I know he's he recorded a lot, but it just seems like based off of some of the stuff he's put out before, it doesn't even seem like it's all completed or or really. Yeah, I feel like we're getting out. half shit already, so yeah, we can only so, go downhill from here. So yeah, I'm not really excited for this. I don't even think I'm really gonna check out if there's a couple bangers that happen to be play out somewhere and I hear them. Like, sure, I might, but even his last one, I think it was um, Meet the Woo Two. I wasn't even big on that, so I think they gotta slow down. Like, I feel I feel like at a certain point, it just seems like you're milking it and you're doing too much, and you gotta you know, kind of pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah. So And, like, put some a real masterpiece behind it. I know why they want to get out quick, because people aren't going to be checking for him two or three years later. But They just know it's going to do numbers. They just know yeah, that no, I know his passing, like, whatever they put out, people are going to flock to it, and you're going to get millions of streams, regardless of how it's going to sound. So, like, yeah. Because even when we track. had, like, when we had those, like, we... Even like Tupac, who made music nonstop and stuff, after he died, after like the first album, it was all downhill because he had no creative control of it. And like he's one of the greatest artists of all time. And like he still didn't really make good music afterwards. And obviously it's not his fault. Um, so the only person I will, I actually have an interest in for still is Juice World, just oh. be- because in- apparently he was insane the amount of songs he made though, like fully yeah, that, completed. That like, you know what I mean? So I like I, I still might think it'll be trash just from the people who curate it and advert and like mix and produce it. But I'm like, no, apparently his like it was insane how much music he would make. Like he would just go in every day and bang out like four or five songs. So and like I've heard numerous people say that. So I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt and I'll probably keep checking out his music. I'll check out Pop Smokes, low, low expectations though. Um, but yeah, no, I feel I definitely feel the same way. Yeah, for me, Mac is probably one of the other people who I can listen to in terms of when they put out his mm-hmm. his albums afterwards. Um, Apparently, his parents have um, big control of it and like pretty protective and want good music too. So that's yeah. a pretty plus bonus rather than like some A and R. Anyone who's just worried about money. Yeah, I need to find out a job where I can curate music. That'd be fucking prime because I feel like I have a good ear for trying to figure out yeah. how songs go well together. I was actually talking about that yesterday. Like, man, like the ultimate dream would be like finding new talent and like doing all that stuff Um, and everything too. I was actually talking about that yesterday and stuff because we're talking about jobs you'd want the most. Yeah. So dope, like finding talent and stuff like that. So that's the move. New A&R. But yeah, that's coming out. And I guess the last thing, I did want to talk about like the Team USA thing, but I don't really care about that anymore. The Weeknd's dropping an album. He's been putting out hints. Well, not even hints. He's flat out been saying he's working on an album and it's coming out soon. I would expect that that's probably going to drop. I don't think summertime. I think the Weeknd's probably aiming for a fall release because he's the king of the fall. So I would guess he's probably going late September, early October type shit would be my guess for when he's going to drop. But he could surprise us. It could be a late September, or sorry, a late August type thing. Because the way he's been saying that he's putting out music or it's coming um, has been pretty frequent these past few weeks. So 
uh, look for that. I think that should be coming out soon. The last thing I wanted to say real quick before we shut this down, did you see the rant that T-Pain went on? Yeah, about um, like artists doing the same song. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Do you agree? I mean, no, I don't. I, I mean, I think that's just always music. Like, there's only so many innovators in the world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not, it's not easy to create a new sound and stuff like that. I think people would like to do it, but I, I don't think there's any less innovators now. I think we have the most, okay, there's the most trash music there is out there, but we have the most innovators because anyone could do anything. It's kind of up us up to us as um, the listeners and the consumers to find those people. Like, I don't yeah. think there's, there are people taking risks, but no one's listening to them. And like A&Rs and people aren't wanting people, they want people they know people listen to and that. I don't think it's, I don't think it's changed. I don't think there's less creativity in music by any means. Um, maybe, may, even if there is, we have some people making music that you can still go out there and find new music and stuff too. So I, I love and respect T-Pain and uh, I hate how he kind of gets the short on the stick a lot of times or did throughout his career, but I don't agree with that rant. I think he's more so speaking on himself and just the people that are giving him music. But I think that when people do that sometimes, you know, they are projecting on a larger level as well, too. Like, you can easily say, yeah, like, because what he said was people sent him music and they were trying to say that they aren't as, you know, they're not as innovative as the next person. Like, he's already heard this song and he doesn't feel that the person who's sending him the music is that different from what's already out there. And I probably would agree because he probably does get sent quite a bit of music and it all sounds the same. So maybe he was just getting that off his chest, but I also gonna think that he probably was also talking about the industry as a whole as well too. Um, but like you said, there's not that many innovators. It's hard to innovate a new sound and to have it be catchy and to have people you know flock towards it as well too. So that's difficult in and of itself. So I can understand people trying to similar, sorry, trying to similarly do the same sound or to emulate someone else and maybe tweak a little bit on something else to make themselves a bit different than the other person. But you don't even have to do that now. I feel like you can still copy, you can copy someone almost like not word for word, but you can copy them style for style for the most part. And if you, if your voice happens to sound somewhat different, or if you do it over a certain beat, then, you know, you end up being one of the biggest artists coming out. Like we've had that happen with uh, all the drill music that comes out. A lot of the times that that happens, you'll have someone who puts out one song and other people are just going to copy that exact same song, not word for word or like the same exact sound, but it's similarly the same kind of beat. But the fact that they did it over, you know, a different like BPM or something like that, then all of a sudden mm -hmm. you have a new smash that's on your hands and everyone else is listening to it. So I think for sure. And I, I, th I think people can like, we always see people improve on the music on the that, sound too yeah for sure that we already have in that and like for instance and but here's the thing is we like we shit on so much people like when chief keith first came out like that out his first album is a classic <laughs> to me but i remember when it came out he got shit on so hard too like for just so much other stuff you know what i mean like now we look back yeah, on yeah, it yeah, whenever yeah, we, like shit on, <laughs> we shit on so many like people who like that's when we say like that's why i felt like he left out too is like i mean i do it too but i i like to think I like will be more open to like different styles and that and but that we stop people from being innovative like people need to eat too and then they try it and there's a reason why they go back to these albums like this uh, like um, a corporate style or a way like you know a formula for success is because we 
like society just like dismisses we don't encourage that either you know what i mean like you got to blow up you don't have time to like build that either like you got to blow up on your first album or it's on to the next person as well too so it's really not built for that and i think i think t-pain is a perfect is a good example for that too because his voice is amazing without the auto-tune and if anyone felt like he could have like would have had the same success they would have let him go off the auto-tune but no one wanted to hear that at first either you know what i mean so for me it's like just given t-pain's career and stuff i kind of felt like he should be more understanding in that and he, he, i guess he was fairly innovative with the with the auto-tune over although we did we've had it since the 80s and that but like the way he like, put it on the mainstream and people yeah, started yeah. copying that too um like he wasn't the first to do but he definitely made it like took it to the next level um so i get where he's coming from he probably feels a bit whatever like i did it um, but I think it's a lot harder and I think it's more on the fans and the consumers really than it is the artists. Like we're not running out of talented people. We're just not setting up, um, an atmosphere that for them to succeed on new music and like new styles and that, you know what I mean? Yeah. He definitely did take it to the next level. Like auto-tune's always been around. People were using it for sure, but they were using it more subtly to make make themselves hit certain notes that they wouldn't have been able to do otherwise or to sound a certain way. But yeah, he was the one who took it to the forefront and made it, you know, acceptable to just be out there and using it. He has um, an amazing voice without it too, which... He had to work at that though. He wasn't, I heard he wasn't like that. Like according to Charlemagne, he wasn't like that when he first came out. He actually sounded pretty bad when he first came out. And then yeah. he worked towards getting a better voice. And yeah, eventually he was a pretty good singer without the auto-tune. But then it's it kind of sucks though because he never got to like foster that because it was too late. Yeah, like you know sure. what I mean. At like, that point, yeah, he, no one really he never it. hopped on an album yeah. like, without auto tune really like just a couple songs. So um, I I don't know. Like I mean I agree to a degree, but I honestly really do think it's the cons like I think it's impossible to say there's like whatever. Um, okay, but this so for instance I, I've been listening to hyper pop music a little bit. Can't believe you're um, still on that. Yeah, well, because bro, and it's honest. So, car here, this is what, but this is why I'm calling it. So, they're making whole Playboy Cardi albums and like remix it to hyperpop, and it slaps. It's becoming so popular, and like now apparently, like Playboy's starting to do some songs with like actual hyperpop people, and like it's underground stuff. And it is like corny that, but if you showed it to a dude right now, they'd be like, "This shit's so lame." But I promise you, <laughs> in two or three years, it's going to be so much more mainstream. Yo, send me a song. Send me a song. You're going to have rappers doing. It. Okay, I'll, I'll send you the whole. There's a whole YouTube one of Cardi's uh, album on it. Um, but even if you don't like it, but here's the thing: if you don't like it, that's fine. But when I people listen to it, they shit on it so hard that it's like, okay, I can hear music that I understand why you don't like it. But this is actually going to be popular. And if you look at the last year or two, it already has grown so much. Yeah. And it's like, you know what I mean? But like, you're going to discourage, like when, if Cardi does it first, like I bet you they're going to shit on him so hard until it like catches on and stuff too. Like, I don't think you're going to like it. I don't think people are going to like it, but uh, but it's definitely going to get super popular. Yeah, revisionist history is huge in, in our mm -hmm. DNA. A lot of times when something happened in the past, people just kind of change how that happened and they'll say that oh yeah no like i was on it when no one else was on it type shit. yeah but even the innovation thing we had so many people copying like once we had the ringtone rap come out everyone was just doing that no one was doing new shit like you know what i mean like every time and you're just trying to do that it that was a bad best. era though but i mean but that's like but i mean it's the same with like the jaw rule and the poppy music too like people shit on jaw so hard for sure. love ballads and stuff and then like it happens i'm just saying for it I don't think it's ever any different, any generation. Like we just, we said we have the same arguments. It just, the music's a bit different, but like the pattern of humans and how they consume music is really similar. I think Wayne was the only person who was able to do it and not get backlash for it. 
for what though? Like for innovation, like him, him doing the auto tune and singing whilst rapping type stuff. Um, yeah. Or like, know, doing I, I, like different songs and, and singing on them and then rapping at the same time. I, I was gonna gonna try and degree disagree, but I think you're right. Cause he was already on his roll though, because he was doing Yeah, he was already big enough. Yeah, that's and the thing. killing it. And then he switched his style. Like, and then he went to the auto tune with the whatever. And people actually didn't shit on that, like the lollipop one or whatever. Yeah. Um, like there was a couple of Carter leaks where he just did straight auto tune and he was singing on those songs. And no one got mad at him for doing it. Because I mean it still slapped, but at the same time, too, like there wasn't any backlash towards it as you would expect for something like he, that. He got a little for remember he did the rock album kind of whatever for a bit. Yeah, though. okay, that was different. That's like a whole, yeah, that's a whole different uh yeah, but yeah. I know said that was just kind of thrown in there, like I just want to do this type thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he he made because he was so fucking hot at that point though, because before he experimented, he was already killing like the Carter tapes and like them like going over so he was already like the biggest rapper and then he, he like then he experimented and like people were still on board yeah uh that'll pretty much do it though i'm glad you mentioned chief keith because he actually dropped the song yesterday or the day before and it's pretty good it's not like the other chief keith tracks that he's been dropping where you know some of them are all right and trash some yeah then the others are, are complete trash. he'll have one like gold thing in a pile of shit like yeah for well, this, is, this is that track <laughs> this okay track i got i got it uh, hold on, yeah. let me pull up the name real quick. He has a banger too with um Riff Raff that was actually really good too a couple months ago. True, I didn't hear that one. Uh, okay, yeah, but this one's called The Talk and it dropped July 13th. What is that, yesterday? Yeah, so yesterday. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna go check it out. Uh, it's actually Chief Keith is a fucking in that guy's in the hip hop hall of fame, top five Dude, album. I think Finito might be one of like my top 10 songs ever made. Yeah, oh, it man. might like, be up in there. That has to be one of the greatest songs ever. And it's like, there's nothing even, well, I mean, I guess the, the, uh, what do you call it? The subject matter is what makes the song that much better. But I don't know, like that song's just an absolute banger. Like the fact that this guy's talking about going to war with an entire state, it's just so funny to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's so funny. I'm yeah, I know. I... New York. <laughs> Been to go and shoot New Jersey. Up. <laughs> but my chain ain't going. We're going to oh, go man. and blow New Jersey up. Like, but do you remember how much, nuts. when he dropped that first album, how much shit he got kind of it? Because, like, I don't like Blue Up. And people were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. his lyrics and everything. And now it's a classic. Like, he started so much of the shit. That, honestly, that's in my top five, undoubtedly. Like, I know it's not, like, why people don't like it or whatever. But for me, I still can go back and listen to it and love the whole fucking album. You also mentioned we don't give the room for some of them to be innovators. Some of that stuff does need to be shut down though. There's a lot of shit music out there that we just don't need to be hearing. So I will also say that like, yeah, we should, we should be more open to some of it and like, you know, give it some time to breathe, to grow. But there is some stuff that off the rip, you just know it's garbage. We don't need to be hearing it anymore. Cut, cut it out real quick. True, but I it, think it's, it's a like, fine balance. I think we should leave, like leave it though. Like if you don't like it, just keep moving on. So rather than like like i get it it's blowing and taking it's taking over a whole part of your genre that you don't like but that's what i'm saying we shouldn't just like you don't have to like it or listen to it but some people go so much out of their way online and stuff to like almost try and like not let it blow like if you don't like it just leave it and let you know what i mean like because yeah. the thing is you can you can make that sound and it's not good but someone can make it better like eventually make it better you know what i mean like it, it starts at like like even when we had the hip-hop the simple bars and stuff and then, you know, if someone shit on it too much and we didn't let it grow, we wouldn't have what we have now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, if you don't like it, keep it moving. Especially up and coming artists. If you're, you're like favorite artist is experimenting is trash, 
go ahead. But like up and coming artists are not hurting anyone. Don't shit on their dreams. You don't have to buy our support, but I feel like people will go out of their way to be like, fuck this guy. <laughs> Which enough. I used to do. <laughs> and I still do, but. Oh, man. You know, someone actually uh, tweeted out that they read Coy Leroy. Yeah. Coy Ray, And I'm like, yo, that's Gabe. Like Gabe has that. Yeah, that is me. I, is that not how you say it? What? What? <laughs> what? Isn't is I'm it pretty not? Sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's Coyle Ray, but you say Coyle Roy. Yeah, definitely Leroy. Hey, Leroy. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, wrap it up. I also shout out once again. Would like to <laughs> apologize for um, ruining <laughs> the Van Gogh adventure. Sometimes oh, you just okay. get in a bad space, and I feel feel very uh, terrible about that and missing that show. And I will admit live on air. That I was wrong. So yeah, this guy even hit the no. I think that apology should have been at the beginning. <laughs> well, it was sort. Of, I don't want to open up with an apology. It was sort of an apology. I love you. I'm sorry. Oh man, yeah, guys, that'll do it for episode 96 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. As always, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe, follow on all major streaming platforms iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. We will see you guys next week. And you can catch me on Instagram being sorry. Do that, sure. Sorry. Peace. Peace. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 